once Roman gets so, or Hogan gets so over, he cannot be there every night. Correct. Uh, but but he's got to get to that level first. Yep. And in that level, he's they're they're pushing him. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Out to, out in front of the people. You know, Brian, me, me, me and Chris talk about this a lot, bro. And, you know, Triple H, you know, uh, Ryback has said, you know, Triple H came out and told him at one point, flat out, there's not going to be another John Cena. Like, no no wrestler is going to be bigger than the company. Yeah. And, and I do believe Triple H said that because we suddenly went into an era of, like, 50-50 booking. Now, yeah. it, it's funny, bro, because I swear, I tell you, I watch the Attitude every week, and, and I, I'm right in the middle of the build of the New Age Outlaws. Yeah. Bro, you guys never lost. Like, no, no. And we were on TV every week yes, in a positive but, light, yep. doing something positive. Yep. Yes, yep. but, Brian, when you go back to the beginning of time and they, they brought in the heel to wrestle Bruno and they brought yeah. in the heel, yeah. bro, that guy never, never, never lost. I, I think somehow the WWE got in a rut where, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, win one, lose one, win yeah. one, lose. So it, the the anticipation is just not there anyway. If you've got a 50-51 loss record, it's yeah. not like, oh, my God, Hogan's wrestling Bundy. <laughs> Bundy's yeah. never lost a match. This yeah. is it. Brian, why do you think that went away? So, so look, I think inside the bubble we do a lot, or I'm not in it anymore, but but do a lot. Go like, oh well, he's got to get his win back. You know what I mean? And we and so that's an old habit that's that's not a good one. It doesn't always play, but it but it plays more often than not. And so look, my my the counter to this argument to me, Vince is, and I always say this. Somebody's got to lose, right and, and, right? and that's why they don't like to rub people up against each other because they don't want to beat anybody. And that's where you get your 50 50. But you see, booking. Brian, here, here's the difference, and here's what I think the problem is because the attitude era was so character and storyline driven. If, if the new age outlaws had to be beat, there was something in the storyline yeah, you didn't yeah. lose in a match one two three right i right. think when you have a lack of characters and storyline and it literally is a one two three yeah. that's the issue when yeah. you've got strong characters and storylines you could beat people but it's it's the story the, yeah. the loss is secondary yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree yeah. with that 100%. Look, and I think this is an ever, never-ending argument. Of, yeah, I agree. Okay, I agree. Do, do wins and losses matter? And I know I've been famously quoted as saying they don't. And, and my whole point in that was, if you're my guy, you're my guy. Like, if I'm a Dean, or John Moxley fan and you lost the NGW whatever crap and title <laughs> you have, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're still my guy. You know what I mean? Still wearing my Moxley shirt. And that was my whole context of why, when I said wins and losses don't matter was it was about Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens could lose and come out tomorrow and cut a promo and I'd be, still be a Kevin Owens guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I hear you and you're the expert here. But, you know, I, I, I hear that. I'm like, see, that philosophy, though, is the reason why Kevin Owens doesn't feel like a star to me. Yeah, you know I mean? I, like, and I yeah. get that side yeah. of the argument because yeah. it's a legitimate one. Yeah, I mean, he has he has a niche. I mean, everybody really has a niche. You know, yeah. I mean, that I'm coming to buy a Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, shirt or something like that. Yeah. You know, and I like I'm I'm a Shinsuke fan, but when he's 
perception is everything when it comes to professional wrestling if i'm perceived as someone who wins one lose one wins one lose one i'm going to be looked as a 50 50 character but if i'm perceived as a character who's larger than life who's colossal you know what i mean who doesn't lost andre was booked as someone who hasn't lost a match in 15 years you know what i mean before he tears off the chain for you know of hulk hogan not like this brother they were best friends you know what i mean like all of that perception <laughs> yeah. is a part of the storyline where the fans buy in if if andre was just someone who just lost one match and lost a match weekly yeah the perception would be a whole different ballgame. you know it's funny brian because Je jeff jeff jared actually pointed out to me i never even realized that but jeff told me when he was the intercontinental champion bro he never got pinned he never lost the match <laughs> he would get disqualified yeah, yeah. Get counted out, but he never got pinned yeah and that's yeah. how you do it yeah now yeah. now look I, I in their defense we weren't putting together you know uh seven eight hours of live content I, a week you know and yeah. so so yeah. you andre only came around once Boss. a year you know yeah. what i mean he yeah. only no, came I around. Get it. now I get it. and I so get so it. It, it's just trickier than yeah. it's not black and white is what yeah. i want to say I you know it. what i mean yep. Yep. Let's yep. let's close the show with uh, with this segue. Interestingly enough, that you, that you said that as far as Andre not having a lot of appearances. Now I know that you you know you're all big fans of uh, having people come in every week, but when it comes to main eventer, I actually preferred the old school route of the main eventer not being there every week. You know, Hogan didn't just show up every week, and when he showed up, it meant something. You know, I remember when AJ Styles was champion on SmackDown a few years ago. I think it was I thought it was such a weak reign because he would wrestle every week in regular matches and a big chunk of his matches were in the middle of the SmackDown. It was like at the the the, the top of the second hour. It just kind of felt like everybody else. He just really didn't stand out to me. What are your thoughts? You know, we'll start with you, Vince. What are your thoughts on someone like a Roman Reigns right now? taking his hiatus in the summertime popping up every now and then he's supposed to be popping up on smackdown but he pops up probably once a month if that and and having that kind of hogan schedule from the o do you think that that helps his character or do you think it brings it down i i i think i i i one thousand uh, percent agree with you chris that they, they they don't need to be wrestling a lot yeah uh, they need a presence though on the show yeah and, and brian knows there's so many ways to get them on the show without them yeah. wrestling bro yeah. they're, they're the star of the show i mean that I mean, that yeah, is the anything. star of the show the you know, thing is is you you mentioned hogan and and you're right once roman gets so or hogan gets so over he cannot be there every night correct uh, but but he's got to get to that level first yep and in that level he's there they're pushing him you know what i yeah, mean yeah out to out in front of the people and whether it's a music video right. whether it's him playing yeah. the bass or whatever you know what yep, i mean yep. hogan is there Stand back yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah very nice oh. yeah. I, I think you i, I agree I, I just you know you don't want to overset because presence is everything and the thing is if you don't if you oversaturate it a lot of times when it comes to people being over they yeah. become just like one of the boys and like the thing is you don't want to present them as one of the boys because perceptively they're not they're yeah. above and be, well and, and per over. perception is reality right yeah. It's, and now we've even gone to enough, far enough to say that this is my truth. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like what? Oh, it's your reality. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and so 
it is. It, that guy should fly first class. That yep. guy should yep. appear to be above and beyond everybody else. Yep. And look, when we won the tag titles, we got first class airfare. Hey. <laughs> well, nice. that was because I good. went and fussed. And <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Speaking of fuss, you do some fussing on your podcast. I fuss what, on my podcast. I'm not sure what the name of it is. Mm-hmm. Did, oh, do you do you know? Oh, you oh, you didn't, you didn't know? know. It's on Apple's, <laughs> Spotify. It's on Bob Geigel. Bob Geigel. Bob Geigel can direct you to it. Yes, indeed. I think. I think. Uh, go to uh, BobGeigel.com. Oh, yeah. What was the? Uh, I think Jack Tunney can hook Your you up. Jack Tunney. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Who was not on the show every week? By the way. No, True. he was not. Yeah. A lot of times, you just come to him. He was in his office. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? he reminded me of like Lynn Thickpin back in uh, Carmen San Diego. We're in the world's Carmen San yeah. Diego. You know, yeah. he, she had that like big presence in the in the office. You know yeah. what I mean? So Jack Tunney, man, when he hit, when he's suspending somebody, when he's vacating a championship, you know, you'll, he had authority. He had power. That's right. You'll see back Jack Tunney back in the day when people couldn't be dual champions. You know, remember, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had to relinquish one of the titles. You know, we, we we've gone we've grown a long way from that. So yeah, we have. Go check us out. Go go check the podcast out. All you didn't know. Go check out Channel Attitude from Vince Russo and uh, I am Doctor Chris. Uh, follow me at Chris Prolific. This is the Wrestling Outlaws, ladies and gentlemen. Pew, have pew. a good night and solo. Oh, you did. Thanks, oh, guys. You did, bro. Mm-hmm.